I have never really given an animated series a fair shake as an adult. That is, until Arcane appeared on Netflix and I was completely sucked into that. Let's talk about that and much more on this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast that celebrates strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 64. To the theme! Welcome back to the show, our welcome to the show for the first time. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host, and I cannot wait to discuss Arcane with you tonight. Before we dive in, let's talk some nerdy news you can use to chat while you awkwardly wait for that one person to show up to your Zoom meetings, or if you're back in the office around the water cooler. As well, we'll have a word from our sponsor. News. Black Widow was one of my most favorite MCU films this year, and Yelena was an unexpected favorite character. If you have been keeping up with the Disney Plus series Hawkeye, I'd recommend checking out the featurette they just released with Yelena at the forefront. I'll put a link in the show notes and share it in our communicator after this episode. Plus, also, you guys, I love Haley Steinfeld. Like, absolutely my 2021 favorite actor. And uh, she really is just having a moment this year, and I am so here for it. Arcane, Dickinson, Hawkeye, I am loving it all. And if you are looking for some great series, uh, all three of those would be an excellent choice. To get us in the holiday spirit, Sci-Fi Wire released one of the most epic Netflix holiday rom-com princess battle articles I have ever seen, and it is absolutely worth a read. If you're anything like me, your life has been largely consumed by Hallmark, Lifetime, and Netflix Christmas films over the past few months, and I have seen every single one of the films they discussed in this article, so I'll just leave the link to that in the show notes in case you are a holiday rom-com lover like me. Lastly, I just wanted to take a moment to sincerely apologize for essentially ghosting you guys, my fans, over the past couple of months. I know it's fine to take time off, and I am so excited to spend the holidays with my family, but you guys are also my family, and so for that I am sorry. I will do better in the future about keeping you in the loop if there will be any unplanned hiatuses, and I am back and excited to discuss awesome characters with you, so I hope uh, I hope to do better in the future. All right, let's get on with the show. Arcane is a League of Legends television series produced by Riot Games and animated by Fortiche Productions. I know I butchered that. I know it's probably French in some way. Uh, in Paris, France. The series was apparently set to release in 2020, but pandemic. So it just released earlier this year on November 6th. It's been released in three acts with the final set of episodes released on Friday, November 19th, 2021. It is apparently the first animated series based on the world of League of Legends. This is important for me to note right now, though. I know nothing about League of Legends other than knowing it's a popular game in esports and a lot of people really love playing it. But this series made me curious about the world of League of Legends, and I promptly downloaded Legends of Runeterra and have been playing the crap out of that on my cell phone and iPad. I am not really a MOBA player, but I do love a game like Legends of Runeterra, like the card 
card-based games. I cannot stress this enough, though. This series is likely the current best series on Netflix right now. It is rich, engaging, powerful, gorgeously animated, and it makes you care deeply about the characters and the world in League of Legends. I'm going to take a small dig at Blizzard right now, but Riot Games just showed every other game developer, including Blizzard, the correct way to produce a television series or film. I believe this is what Blizzard should have done all along instead of that abominable live-action film. I applaud Riot for this series. It's absolutely fantastic. Like I did with Motherland Fort Salem, I found myself forgetting to watch what was going on because I was blown away by the artwork and the animation in the series. The subtle facial expressions, the color palette, the music, it was completely enthralling. Arcane dives into the wealthy, utopian-like city of Piltover and the oppressed, dark, underground city of Zaun, basically. Most of all, it largely follows the backstory of two sisters, Vi and Powder, or Jinx, and their progression to fighting on opposite sides of a war. But something that was incredibly refreshing for me was that there were a lot of strong female lead characters, including Vi, Caitlin, Jinx, and Mel Madara, and incredibly strong diversity throughout the entire series. We're going to explore these characters tonight, so let's tuck in, grab your drinks, grab your snacks, and let's talk through these. First up, let's chat about Mel. She is voiced by a Nigerian actress, and out of respect, I will not attempt to pronounce the name. I tried several times in, in trying to record this, and I just I cannot get it correct, so I want to be respectful. But she's voiced by a Nigerian actress, and this character is so cool. While not one of the core characters of the series, she still becomes pretty vital uh, throughout the, the run of the episodes. Mel is one of the council members that run Piltover. She's mysterious to me, and she's respected on the council. Uh, She's also calculating in a good way. I think sometimes we think of the word calculating as a bad thing, but for her, this character, I see it as a good thing. The other thing is that she's incredibly intellectual and intelligent. You can just tell that there's always some sort of plan running through her mind throughout the run of the episodes. Mel is instrumental in getting Hextech inventor Jace onto the council, whether that's for her own means or genuinely because she felt like it was a good thing for uh, the council to get with the times, whatever it may be, it's a really cool thing. I love Mel's vibe on the series. She was entirely unapologetic for being herself and following her own agenda. She's strong and confident and sure of herself and her decisions. You could really see her kind of puppeteering the events around her, and I I loved that for her character. Such an incredibly interesting storyline and backstory. Her unwavering desire to do what she believes to be the right thing and to stand up to injustice is admirable. I also really loved seeing more of her backstory in episodes 8 and 9, and it helped me to better understand her as a character, which I think is is a really important thing. I have hopes for season two, if that's happening, Uh, but I also have some fears about it too, specifically for her character. Uh, So I will just leave it at that. I don't want to provide any major spoilers because Arcane is absolutely worth a watch. So uh, yeah, Mel, super interesting character. Okay, let's let's talk about Caitlin 
Caraman. Is that what, how you say that? Yeah, Caitlin Caraman. So Caitlin Caraman is voiced by uh, Katie Leung. Uh, you might know her as Cho Chang in the Harry Potter series. But uh, this character was an unexpected favorite for me. And when she teams up with Vi, it's just perfection. Caitlin is a former enforcer. And I can't really tell if she's still an enforcer. or I think she, I, I believe she was fired. But uh, she was a former enforcer and is the daughter of one of the counselors of Piltover. While from an incredibly influential family of proper people who definitely think that they're better than everyone else, Caitlin is determined to make her own name in the world. Probably one of the finest sharpshooters in Piltover. She can absolutely hold her own, which I love. Uh, but she also has this compassion and this warmth to her character that is really refreshing. And I love seeing the stark difference even between Mel and Caitlin. They both come from wealthy ruling class families and and yet they have uh, different types of personalities and different types of traits which I love the richness of the characters in this series again cannot be understated just it's a wonderful exploration of those characters with Caitlin I feel like some people wildly underestimate her but she quickly proves herself time and time again Caitlin sees injustice, and she can't abide it, uh, much like Mel. But unlike many others in Piltover, ignoring the underground, she takes an opportunity to go and see what's going on in the underground. Once she learns what's really going on, you can see her trying so hard to make a difference. When Caitlin teams up with Vi, their relationship was one of my favorites in the series. The push and the pull and the teasing and the flirtation the saving and the fighting, they were all fantastic. And you you see this warmth and this trust that starts to come out of Vi with Caitlin, which I really love. There's this, there's this moment uh, where, I think it was in episode nine, where you see a flash of Caitlin through Vi's eyes, and it just gave me goosebumps. Like the way they animated that was brilliant. This series, like I mentioned before, often made me forget that it was animated and the relationship between Vi and Caitlin was was key to me in that in that aspect. All right, let's uh let's dive into Powder Jinx now, because this is a, a really intense character. So Jinx slash Powder is voiced by Ella Purnell. I don't know much about her as an actress, but uh so the way that the, this character is broken up is that the first act, so the first three episodes of the series, is about Powder. Um, and then it expands and you see what she has become, Jinx. Uh, so super interesting way that they did that. But let's talk Powder first and then we'll kind of talk Jinx next. So when we're introduced to Powder, she's this curious young kid, basically. Definitely a kid still. And she's she's young and inexperienced and she's scared and she's not as strong as the others that she's running with, but she still tries to help them out. She's a tinkerer, if you will. She loves gadgets and playing around with technology, but she's a lot weaker than the other, uh, you know, youth that she's with, teenagers, whatever they may be. And we learn that she is Vi's younger sister. 
So some key things about Powder in the first act is that she tries really hard to prove she's worthy and in turn she does something horrific. And I I don't want to go into too much of that again, but the thing about her is that she basically alienated everyone around her by what she did um, because she was young and inexperienced and didn't think through the consequences of what she was doing. She just wanted to prove that she was good enough. And I think that's a key running thread through the, through the whole course of the series is that Powder or Jinx feels like she's not good enough. I think one thing that the series did so brilliantly is that They perfectly portrayed Powder having a panic attack and the true fear that she felt when she was left by the crew before their last uh, adventure. And she's angry at herself and you see her not being able to breathe and she starts to feel, you see that, you know, that inability to breathe. And as somebody who has had panic attacks before, I felt that on an acute level when she goes through that. The way it was animated was perfect for that. It, it perfectly portrayed a, a, a panic attack there, which was really, really quite brilliant. Powder then kind of falls into darkness. Um, clearly, she has attachment issues, which is understandable. I mean, she lost her parents when she was a very small child. And I'm not a therapist, uh, but I watched this incredibly insightful video. And I'll link the the a link to that video in the show notes or in our communicator, but they discussed how powder has an anxious attachment style. And so it, it kind of explores that effect of abandonment. So because, um, because powder has always been abandoned by people, I think she's just anxiously attached to anyone who will love her or show any kind of kindness to her. And uh, this series really explores the effects of abandonment. Vi had absolutely no intention of leaving Powder. I think when she walked away to cool off, she would have come back had she not been captured. But it left that door open for Silco to swoop in and corrupt her further and and take her under his wing. And that relationship between Silco and Jinx is a very fascinating one. But because Powder lacks that kind of object permanence as as a child to some degree, I think, uh, and that's something that that this uh, video discusses about Powder, uh, the therapist discusses about the character of Powder, is that because she lacks that object permanence to some degree, uh, she, and she was still growing at that point, she immediately attached to Silco or to anyone who showed her kindness. Even though Vi would have come back and it would have been fine, Vi still loved Powder. She just needed to cool off for a minute because something terrible had just happened, you know. So uh, I think it's a a really interesting exploration of that. But because Powder was that way in Acts 2 and 3, you start to see what she has become because of everything that happened to her. So in Act 2, we still see that same anxious attachment style, but now it's become more dangerous because her violent tendencies were nurtured by Silco. And then she starts to have these experiences where she loses control and she goes too far and she is constantly still trying to prove her worth which is is such a heartbreaking thing to see really we kind of see the birth of a supervillain if you think about it she is cold and manipulative and she's still too worried about proving that she's worth worthy of things and that is a terrible combination uh, as a character but you still want 
you kind of want to see her redeemed, I feel like. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's that's what her character is like in League of Legends, but I always want to see characters redeemed for some reason in, in some way or another. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's kind of the birth of a supervillain if you think about it for Jinx. All right, let's talk Vi now. Vi is voiced by Haley Steinfeld, which I have mentioned before uh, earlier in this episode. And uh, I love Haley Steinfeld. She's such a talented actress, singer, dancer, and whatever she does, she's fantastic at it. So Vi is Powder's older sister, um, and she is a lot of really interesting character traits. Uh, so Vi is strong, and she's good under pressure, and she's defiant. She doesn't like authority. And sometimes she acts very much like Powder does, where she acts before thinking about consequences. But in stark contrast to Jinx or Powder, she is her her heart is ultimately in the good in a good place. And I think that Powder's heart was also in a good place when she did what she did. I think she just didn't think through the consequences. She just wanted to prove that she was good enough and that she belonged with them, which is unfortunate. I think that one really key thing about Vi as a character, though, is that she is super loyal and she doesn't want to lose anyone else. They lost their parents at a young age and she just, in all of the tragic things that occur in Act 1 of the show, um, I think she just doesn't want to lose any of that. Vi is guarded, but I think one of the really key things is she's still willing to love or to let kindness and gentleness into her heart, which is a wonderful thing. She also still believes that Jinx was redeemable. Honestly, I don't know at the end of the of the first season if that is still a thing that she thinks. I believe she probably still does have some sort of affection or sisterly bond for Jinx, but it, it was a, a running theme throughout uh, that she still believed that Jinx was redeemable. Because Vi has seen so much violence and been a part of so much violence, I found it interesting that she was willing to try to find a different way through that with Caitlin. She even went to the city to try to plead on behalf of the under of the underground or the underground city to have, you know, the violence stop, which was interesting. Vi has some of the most heartbreaking storyline moments. You can see the agony and the constant survival fear that she has lived with her entire life, basically, uh, ever since the original war where the underground was formed. It's such a... I, I love shows that explore sisterly bonds, and this one is no different. It, it does a great job with that. Overall... There are so many more things that, that I could discuss with uh, Arcane, but I don't want to spoil it. There are so many moments where you just have to kind of see it to, to really feel what was going on. At the end of the day, though, Ar Arcane is an amazing series. Like I mentioned at the beginning, it made me a fan of animated series as an adult, and I cannot wait for future seasons of it if there will be any. The characters were rich and they were diverse. The plot was compelling. Uh, the art, the animation, everything was incredible. Overall, like I mentioned, I was skeptical about an animated series. And now I want to find other animated series that will be worth watching as an adult. You can find the complete arcane 
uh, first season on Netflix at just nine episodes. It's pretty bingeable if you're into that. I found myself not wanting it to end, but I generally watched it in the act that it was released. Um, it took me a little bit longer to watch the last act because I had a lot of a lot of stuff going on with traveling and, and whatnot, but I would highly, highly recommend uh, this series. This uh, kind of brings me to the episode question for you, gentle listeners, though. Do you have a favorite animated series that you think I should check out? If you're listening on Spotify, you can share your answer right there in the Q&A box. Or you can leave me a voicemail on our Anchor page or tweet us with the hashtag LasersLockets. And I cannot wait to hear your recommendations. And uh, that's it for this episode of Lasers and Lockets. Uh, We'll catch you back here for another episode really soon. Until then, I hope that you had the happiest of Christmases or whatever you may celebrate and uh, that you have found some joy and some kindness and some love out in the world with everything going on. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right.